welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey everyone, I am Lindsay and welcome back to Adam's Rip Podcast, episode 175. First, Happy New Year 2019. That's really kind of crazy to say. For our new listeners, welcome. If you have never joined us, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And we are in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. We also have a website, adamsrippodcast.com. You can email us with any prayers, questions, concerns. Thank you to everyone who already does email us with all types of things. We get prayer requests. We get topic suggestions. um, Sometimes we get critiques. And we welcome it all as long as it's coming from a place of love. So AdamsRipPodcast at gmail.com is where you can email us. I'm excited, ladies, because for the next six weeks, <laughs> we will be having a guest host, McQueeba. Hi, world. Hey, girl. Do you want to introduce yourself <laughs> sure. and what you do, who you are, and how much you love the Lord? Yes. <laughs> well, hi, everyone. Um, I'm so thankful that Lindsay and the team invited me. I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. Um, my name is McQueeba Reese. Yes, that's McQueeba. Take your time and say it. <laughs> and <laughs> I am from, like <laughs> I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I live in in Bloomington. That's how Lindsay and I stumbled upon each other, and we're black in Bloomington. Um, and I work for Indiana University as an academic advisor for the Group Scholars Program, which is basically a scholarship pro- program for first-generation college students. And I absolutely am in love with Jesus. Hey, yes. He is so good to me. Yeah. He is so good to me. Y'all know I like to sing. Don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. was actually one of the first people I met when I moved to Bloomington. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, you want to go to Bible study? I'm like, sure. <laughs> That's literally, she was probably literally, okay, maybe like the second person I met. But literally, like probably the first or second person I met. Amen. So... We're going to jump right into it. Episode 175, The Peace That Surpasses All Understanding. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to do this because I don't know about you, Maquiba. Yeah. I don't always have that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And so when I was actually kind of researching this and looking this up and kind of what defines peace, in the Bible, it has a wide range of meanings, including um, totality, completeness, success, fulfillment, wholeness, harmony, just well-being, all kinds of it. And if I can be honest... I'm rarely any of those things, yeah. let alone all of those things. Yeah. So that's what it means to me to have the peace that surpasses understanding. And Philippians 4, 7 is where that comes from. Mm-hmm. It's, it says that we're given a promise from God, and it says that we'll have the peace which surpasses all understanding and that it will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And so I, I agree, too. I think the peace part is easy to say that that's something that you want, but I think it's something that we have to learn how to attain, right? Ooh, and I so like I that, think yeah. that, like, we as believers, it's like we 
we ought to surround ourselves around peace and try to figure out what that peace looks like. And I think that it ties into like mental health as well, right? Mm, it's because yeah. I know for me, like I get anxious um, sometimes and it's like, I know the scripture says, it says cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you, which is first Peter five, seven. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but God, how do I cast that on you? It's like, I can't just throw something at you. And it's <laughs> oh, cast it, right? right? It's like the spaghetti that, on the what, wall. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, how can I cast it yeah. on you? Because I can't just like take it and just throw it at you and so I think it's all about like knowing who we are individually Mm -hmm. and then also surrounding ourselves around community so that we can cast our cares on our community Mm -hmm. so they can help us out because we all have within community there is a piece of Jesus right where two or three are gathered so that's something that do you think when you had mentioned that you feel like the piece is kind of like learned do you think that only can come if you are in a situation that requires peace. Like, I feel like it's hard to mm. have true peace yeah, if your yeah. life is always peaceful. Mm. I mean, it's, it's easy, you know what I'm saying. saying? But, like, do you, in your opinion, do yeah. you think that it requires a storm, you know, or, or, or something detrimental for I, us to have that peace? Not just, you know, like that that infinite supernatural peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I think I think it's all about circumstance because I think that uh, uh, systems of oppression can cause people not to feel peace, right? And so it's just like I know that those different things are real, but it's just like how do I still recognize that God is my source of peace even when so many different odds are against me? Yeah. And so I think that it's all about—I um, really think it's all about community. I don't want to keep going, circling back to that, but I think that— um, yeah, I think that it's all about community, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. So when I look at peace, I look at it as like an inner calm that will just completely take over and dominate our hearts. And so as believers, you'll be able to recognize that you have this inner calm and you'll know it because your heart and your mind will be guarded, like the scripture says, but not in like an cautious, un- untrusting way, but you'll notice the su- supernatural doors opening, closing, opportunities coming, etc. And so no one will or should be able to shake or fathom that peace that you have because yeah, it is supernatural. That's good. And so I feel like to most people, it'll remain a mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, how someone mm-hmm. can be so serene and in, in the midst of turmoil. Like, yeah. you ever see something like, like, you just have all this joy. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, caught on fire, you yeah, got sick, yeah. your dog died. Like, how do you have all this peace? And so I feel like that comes from being in a right relationship with yeah, God yeah, and yeah. not the peace of this world because the world's peace yeah. depends on having favorable circumstances. Come on and preach. <laughs> yes. And so if things are going well, then yeah. we feel peaceful. You know, mm-hmm. when things go south and that's when the peace, you know, goes away. And yeah. and John, Jesus made that distinction between God's peace and the world's peace when it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Mm-hmm. I do not give to you as the world gives. So remember, you know, in John, you know, Jesus' crucifixion, like all that things, you know, happening all these gospels or whatever. So it's interesting to me that mm-hmm. he's like, well, I came here to give, to leave peace with you. Yeah. And I gave peace to you, but I'm about to be up out of here, but my peace goes stay with you. Yeah, it's the Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> right. In that scripture, John 16, I have told you those things so that in me, you may have peace. In the, this world, you will have trouble. So it's guaranteed mm-hmm. that we will have it, oh, right? Yeah. But yeah. take heart. I have overcome the world. And I think that's so good what you're saying is like, even though someone may seem like it's a lot going on, but it's that inner peace that we have to kind of like tap yeah. into. I think that's um, really good. Yeah. In um, Philippians 4, 6, it says, do not be anxious about anything. No, did you say this? Probably. No, you said Peter. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which Mm -hmm. surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts, guard your minds, like I just said earlier. So 
I feel like that sounds easy, right? You know, prayer plus Thanksgiving like, equals peace. Yeah, boom. yeah. I'm like casting. <laughs> yes. I'm like, boom, I'm just going to throw it on you, right? It's not that. It's not that. But anyway, go ahead. But, I know you're but no, like, you're right. I feel like we try to calculate, like, it's some formula. Yeah. It's, it should be easy, but it ain't. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, go through these steps. Get peace. You know, mm-hmm. have, have any of y'all tried that? I know I have. And I have definitely failed miserably. So, yeah, yeah. you know, when I'm anxious, I pray. But my mind keeps, like, drifting back to the anxious circumstance. Mm-hmm. And before I know it, I'm trying to solve the problem. Like, do you ever be in prayer? Like, okay, be still, Lindsay. Or, like, be, like, yoga, Pilates. And mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, well, you know, I got these groceries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this bill due. Like, yeah. you're really not even then at peace then at that point. You know, because, like, my mind will drift away and all that. And so after, you know, confessing my distractions, I get back to praying only to have that cycle just continue. So thinking I might do better, you know, with Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll write out, like, a thankful list or a yeah. thankful list. But, you know, then that list sometimes gives me anxiety, too. So it's yeah. just like, yeah. no matter how long that list is, there's no guarantee that I'll be spared from doomsday, you know, yeah. like you were saying. And so then I sit there like, okay. Now what? I just tried one of these classic passages, you know, throwing it like mm-hmm. what Kweba said on anxiety, and that didn't work. And so I know I'm not the only one that has done or felt this way. Mm-hmm. And then I have, like, these aha moments, like, I feel like I was, like, looking for a pill, you know, and visiting the God Pharmacy and asked to take, you know, what do I take for my anxiety? What do I take for my pain, for my confusion? Mm-hmm. And that's not the way the scripture works. Scripture right. is instead about God and not reducing his words down to a formula, but yeah. it's about knowing and trusting his perfectly heavenly self. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. I think that, um, and then I, it, it's all about, I for me, it's just taking those practical steps, right? It's just like, um, I've been doing this um, thing where I'll, take like two minutes out of my day and I just kind of just, I don't do anything. My I put my phone on mute. How long? You said two minutes? Just two minutes. Okay. And I put my phone on mute mm-hmm. and I just allow myself to be present in the moment. Yeah. And even though it may be a lot going on, it's just like I give all of those thoughts in prayer or whatever is in my mind to God in those two minutes. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm feeling. That's a good idea. This is where I'm at. And I'm just giving it to you, do you guys. Ever, like, write it down, or you and just I write really, it down. Oh, okay. But well, afterwards, it's okay. like afterwards, it's like I'll have those two minutes. Whatever I'm feeling is mm-hmm. raw, it's real, it's vulnerable. If I'm angry, mad, yeah. frustrated, happy, mm-hmm. whatever, I give it to God in those two minutes. And then after that, it's like it's when I take my time to just kind of like look up some scripture or go on to um, you version Bible app and mm-hmm. type in this is what I'm feeling. Like, how can I find mm-hmm. a scripture yeah. and pray over it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a good idea. And what's funny about that, do not be anxious command in the Bible. You ever notice that that typically comes after the reason why we don't have to be anxious? Mm. (laughs) You know, and so in this case, I feel like the reason was like kind of slipped into like that preceding verse when it says the Lord is at hand. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that changes everything because the emphasis, the emphasis, excuse me, is not on how we pray, but it's on God who has come close, who hears us and who is with us. That's good. So the only thing that could separate us from his love and presence are are our sins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that they've been washed away, you know, all that jazz. So... I feel like it's true sometimes that the presence of another person in a scary situation could like lessen your fears. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to a haunted house. You don't typically go there and you're in there alone. You better not. <laughs> you you don't be scared, scared. 
weird, right? It's like thing. We rely on like you know uh, other people you know who are with us, and mm-hmm. so fear doesn't want a, a series of impersonal steps. It wants a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you walk in an unknown dark place by yourself, then you're going to be afraid. Yeah. But you know, if you hold someone's hand while you're in these dark there places, and that fears goes away. Yeah. So if we are comforted by the presence of a human being, like if I can be comforted by Maquiba in this yeah. haunted house, then who might be less strong and brave than ourselves? And how much more will we be comforted by the by the presence of God? Yeah. Yes. Good. And so that path toward peace and comfort, you know, meditating on Emmanuel, which is what the Bible says, which means God's with us. Mm-hmm. So just remembering how the Spirit of Jesus has been given to you, and He is not limited by a physical body. That's why He. That's so good. Let me preach. That's, that's why good. You are. You are. You are. I wanted to clap. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna let the church house say yes. I think that's good. And I think another thing is that we should seek peacemakers, right, in our mm. life. Like, Ooh, to be yeah. in our circle. Girl. Right? There was says, something on Facebook that says, like, <laughs> if it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. Come on. You mm. know, we want peacemakers in our <laughs> yeah. life. It says in Matthew 5, 9, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So I'm yeah. like, who are who are these peacemakers that need to be in my life so that I can continue to sustain that peace? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... And where was it? So Matthew, no Exodus, where like they, he's giving them like manna, like all that jazz. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it's in a book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I feel like we have questions of, you know, but what will he do when he is with, with us? Will he give us the money we need? Will he mm. zap the person who wants to do us harm? Will he keep the kids from all accidents, right? And so I feel like we have a pretty good idea that the answer to these questions is. Not always, you Not know? Always. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like what Kiba say, we know that bad things happen to, right. to good people, to God's people. So what difference does God's presence mean when although he is the almighty, he doesn't always use his power in the way that we would like? Yeah. So we feel like we are left where we started, mm-hmm. trusting in some steps mm-hmm. that we hope will make us feel more peace. But there must be more that God says. Yeah. And so and I feel like there is more. So first, we have to understand that when God says he is present, is that he is saying that he is doing something. You know, he's 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 never like this passive bystander that's just like, look at this fool. Right, right, right. <laughs> so secondly, what he is doing is 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 this. In Matthew, he gives us what we need when we need it. Yeah. And so in the New Testament, he says that he will give us the grace we need and that that grace is part of our to of a tradition that began with the appearance of manna for the needy Israelites. And mm-hmm. in times of trouble, God promises to give us that manna that we need. Like yeah. Said, that's all. Like she said, it's in the book. Yeah. <laughs> and then the thing, even with that story, it's like when the children, when they had that manna, they were still complaining. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, what you want? Right. <laughs> I gave you what you need. Dang. Come on. <laughs> so I think it's looking at the bigger picture too. It's like, yeah. but he, he, I feel like that manna was there for us to, for them to be sustained, right? Yeah. Throughout what yeah. they needed. That's, yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's like that's but what, it's interesting how we still don't have peace even with sustainability. Come on, see? Yeah. yeah. So that's it's a, real. Yeah. And I feel like there are times when we feel like destitute wanderers in that wilderness. I was just telling someone the other day, I felt like I had a season of harvest like last year and I'm just in this wilderness this year right now. Mm-hmm. And so God Already? then, uh, I do feel that okay, way a okay. little bit. I won't that's say real. maybe like as of yesterday, probably like last two months. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, 
God will give us the manna at the time that we need it, right? So he won't go give us so much that we will have enough for tomorrow because then we would just start trusting in the manna rather than trusting in the manna. Wow, yeah. And so God makes a promise, right? He'll give you this manna, this grace, whatever you need, but not before you need it. So that so means good. that you will be anxious Ooh, that if you for <laughs> It did. It really it just hit. I was like, whoop, right there. <laughs> That blessed me. So, you know, that means that you're going to be anxious, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you forecast the future because you're making your prediction based on the manna that you have left over from today. Mm-hmm. But there is none. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what you don't factor into is your prediction is that you will receive fresh grace when you need it. That's yeah. why it's fresh, because it's giving when you need it. That's who good. wants who wants leftover grace? Well, yeah. I'll take it. But you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like he knew we needed fresh. We yeah. needed it fresh. Okay. Yeah. Wanted- you remember that song from church? <laughs> Fall afresh on me. Y'all remember that? Brittany, no. you remember that? I Okay, that's, that's cool. That's what's he up. said. Maybe. So, <laughs> think of the times when you, know, you dreaded an upcoming event and it was not as bad as you anticipated. You were given manna mm-hmm. when you needed it. So, think of the times when you were surprised by something especially difficult. And although it was painful, you received that grace to endure it because you had that faith. Yeah. And so, we're going to have hardships. There's just no doubt about that. So, Scripture does not offer a kingdom that spares us from pain. But the king does promise that he will give us in every trial and will give us all the manna that we so need so that we can know him better, so we can trust him better, so that we can be transformed to look more like Jesus, no matter what the wilderness is, is or surrounding us. So in other words, in Deuteronomy, it says that he will give us the best of gifts when we need help because Amen. manna was pointing forward to something much better. It was pointing towards a better life is what the scripture says, who will satisfy our hunger in such a way that we wouldn't always feel hungry. Mm-hmm. And so manna was pointing to Jesus and what we are given in his death and resurrection. Blah, 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 blah. That's Not good. to breeze by that. But yeah. <laughs> and so also then humility is going to be a path as well. So hope and peace don't come without a fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, God's going to be pleased to work hope and peace in us, you know, gradually. But mm-hmm. they come like kind of like what Mequiba said, as you meditate, as you feed on that scripture, as you feed on Christ. So when you take that two minutes, like Mequiba just said, you know, you're, you're going to have... It's not going to feel like a fight. Yeah. It's going to be a fight, but it's not going to feel like a fight. Yeah. And it's like you progress. Oh, it's yeah. like, I think, and that's what people, well, I, well, I would say for me, I like to pay attention to that. It's like I'm progressing. And so I celebrate those. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, okay, God, like I remember when I was in this spot a month or so ago, and now I feel a whole bunch more peace is because I'm actually taking these practical steps yeah. to like really dive into the word to remember that, you know, what you give me. What, what the world can't sustain it. It's like what you give me is more. Yeah. And so it's just like really celebrating those moments that, you know, we are progressing with peace. It's not like you just, some people may be born with just having just a peaceful heart. You know, mm-hmm. some kids yeah. that are just like calm babies. Yeah. I don't know if I was a calm baby, but I know a lot of people like to hold me or whatever. <laughs> but it's like, you just, you but cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's yeah. just like, I think that it's, it's, it's okay to, it's a learned mentality. It's something that people have to, if you have to learn how to, you know, sustain that peace, yeah. you know, be honest and try to figure out, we can all try to figure out how we can get that peace that surpasses everything because it is a gift. Peace is a mm-hmm. gift that God gives us. So yeah. What's interesting, it was either... That. And someone correct me on this. It was either David, Paul, one of them that was in the slimy pit. And I think it was David because I feel like this is in Psalms when he's like, God delivered me, you know, in the slimy pit. What I find interesting is that 
it doesn't say that he delivered me from it, but in it. In it, yeah. yes, yes. So it's yeah. kind of like what you know, what you just say. Like, well, I'm in the same situation, but I've progressed, and I've, because I fed on the spirit, I fed on the scripture, mm-hmm. I've meditated. So I feel like I think that was David that said that. So I feel like um, it's the same thing. You know, sometimes you don't come out of something, but you delivered in something, and you eventually come out of it. Yeah, because he's probably protecting us from a whole bunch of stuff we yeah. didn't even know we yeah. needed protection no, from. For real. So it's like, yeah. it's so many different angles that God sees it. He's He's a God that just sees everything. And it's like, sometimes I focus in so much. I'm so critical on that one little piece or that one little um, event or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like the bigger picture is God, he works in mysterious ways and he just tries to protect us and maybe we get it, we don't get it. But the thing mm-hmm. is, is that trusting that God sees the bigger picture and that he will give us, you know, what we need in those different moments that he will, you know, give us, um, sustain, you know, sustain peace. Yeah. What I find interesting is that I feel like humility, I feel like, like you said, peace is a gift, but then so is humility. Cause you definitely have to have that, mm-hmm. um, with the fear and anxiety. And so it fits perfectly because in our anxiety, we're usually concerned about things we love. You know, we want control. We want to take matters into our own hands to protect our own future. But we're finding that it's impossible to manage like all these possible contingencies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just not possible. So, you know, when we find anxiety, you and you ought to find that your agenda is more important to you than, than God's. That's where anxiety lives. Ooh, so, come on. You know, you might find that you adopt your own interpretation of God's world rather than submitting to God's clear word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like Peter puts it best, you know, when you just said in First Peter of, um, maybe, maybe you said, yeah, casting all your anxieties and humbling yourselves, you know, and all that. Um, That's all I really had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, anything else. I just wanted to make a real quick. Yeah, go ahead. No. Um, I think that was good what you said about um, the fact that humility is off, also a gift. Mm-hmm. I think this past year, I I experienced that. Like I experienced like God humbling me back into realigning with His vision for yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes. And it so does. it was it just like I was just like. Whoa, it didn't work because it wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> like, so it was like, good God, that no he just kind of, he literally just humbled me. And I'm thankful for that because it wasn't like a harsh humbling. I mean, I know some people may go through that, but for me, so it, it was can just, be. it can be <laughs> yeah. right. And so for me, it was just like, McQueeva, uh-uh-uh. And it was just like, he was just like, he kind of moved what did he me tell you? Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of moved me over. But I just wanted to say that, yeah. yeah. I just recognized that as we were speaking. I was like, yeah, I think that that was part of my season. Mm. Part of my season was that humility. Yeah. And I'm thankful for it because Amen. now I'm just like, okay, I can, okay, okay. <laughs> you know? Anyway, thanks. No, I, I love that. I love that. Brandon just texted me when I was talking about the man in the pit. It was I was right. It was David. Thanks, Brandon, for fact-checking Psalms 40. Oh, <laughs> so much love You just right text here. me. So appreciate y'all. Well, this has been episode 175. Thanks always for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week. McQueeba will be with us again next week. So Woo-woo. y'all have a safe and blessed week. Bye.